0: There's some very specific milestones in there every quarter and every year where there's an opportunity for us to exercise this muscle, the muscle of recognition and celebration. It's a vital piece to running a remarkable business. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo, and I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. Today we are in the studio, and I'm wearing my Cairo Fest hat. It's memorable to me. It's Cairo Fest weekend. We are recording today, so big shout out to Dr. Paul Reed and everybody over at Cairo Fest. Cairo Fest is a special moment for me, and I know for Dr. Stephen because that is actually where we first met in person in 2017 both of us had an opportunity to speak on that stage in 2017 and we happened to be there at the same time meet each other i remember meeting you i remember having a great workout with you the next day with with uh, dr paul reed and a few others and uh and that was really the beginning of uh our friendship it was just such a spectacular time and i'm um, just very very grateful so uh anyway if you're watching this uh, i got my uh, i am chiropractic hat on from uh circa back to 2017 for me and, uh, and Dr. Steven. So uh, our, our meeting place, which was wonderful out there. And uh, I guess it's Portland, Washington, somewhere out there on that, uh, the border of Washington state. And, and look at, look at you. you got, what's this picture? Fun fun fact. I'm holding up my phone for those that are just listening. If you're watching this on YouTube, that's
1: Dr. Paul Reed and Dr. Berger Conradson at, at Chirofest literally just came in, <laughs> literally just came in. Like how creepy is that? That is awesome. <laughs> like, Paul Reed's awesome. Great friend, great chiropractic warrior. He's an awesome person. He and I were uh, in an accountability group together for years. So, uh, you know, Paul, love you, man. I know you listen to our podcast, man. You're doing great work. Thanks for all you do for chiropractic. If you haven't been to Chirofest, get to Chirofest, man. Are you kidding me? It's one of the best seminars uh, in chiropractic today and has been for years. So Dr. Paul Reed, keep up the great work. And Dr. Lona Cook, we are stoked to have you on the stage. Representing the remarkable
0: practice this weekend, you're gonna rock it, lady. Thank you again uh, for uh, for everyone who is committed to helping advance this great profession of arts chiropractic. And uh, I just want to recognize those people who uh, who are. And so yes, I, I'm with you, Doctor Stephen. Thank you, uh, Doctor Paul Reed, and, and for everybody who's a part of putting that on. And we know because we we put on events in, in remarkable practice. We have our immersions. We do three immersions every year in the in North America, and we do three immersions every year in Australia. And we do we've been doing even some small events as well smaller events in different region regional events and we'll be doing more of those I, i'm confident here into the future uh it's a lot to do that to put on events so really appreciate you for doing that for yeah those intensives have been awesome a lot yeah. of fun doing those intensives. we did one in calgary
1: uh, this year we did one recently in new zealand i know next year we're going to be back we're going to do new zealand looks like singapore so yeah give us you know reach out to us guys if you want us to come and do a one-day intensive we really, uh, we're really developing Europe uh, over the next couple of years. So uh, keep us in mind, reach out to us, let us know, hey, we'd love to host you guys and come out and do a one day intensive and
0: uh, we'll get after it. Yeah, that's great. So Dr. Steven, with that, today's topic is something that is is a vital piece of what we call our E equals MC squared, which is a formula for energy. Really, we talk about energy as everything, but what does that mean? So today we're going to break it down and we're going to get into a component of the The business leadership component of you being a great leader and running a remarkable business is the the concept and component of the the equation of recognition and celebration. Dr. Steven. It's you know, if you're listening to this, you know podcast, we are, you know, right here at the transition between quarters. Maybe you're listening to this as you head towards the end of the year. And I'll tell you there's some very specific milestones in there every quarter and every year where, there's an opportunity for us to exercise this muscle, the muscle of recognition and celebration. It's a vital piece to running a remarkable business. And uh, Dr. Stephen, I'm just eager to dig in uh, to this with you today and with all of uh, our great CEOs who are listening in today.
1: Yeah, energy is everything, right? So we love to say that as chiropractors and as business leaders, you know, so uh, we're energetic beings having a physical experience and your your business is a living organism, you know it and has it has an energy right and we know the truth the law of the jungle is when the energy's up your business is up when your energy's flat the business is flat energy's down the business is down we all know it nobody will deny it nobody can explain it <laughs> you know but at the end of the day we try to create some level of influence in the energy component of our business as CEOs chief energy officers it is absolutely our job to not only stay aware of and be constantly taking the temperature of our business but to be influencing the energy of the business, right? So we created a equation for this, a construct for you. So you feel like you could actually put your foot on the gas, right? So, and it's equals MC squared, which is energy equals money times crucial communications, right? So energy, enthusiasm, engagement, fill in your favorite E in there equals money times crucial communication. So the first multiple is multiplier is money and that is compensation, right? So it is making sure that you get the money right, right? So, you know, I believe that we should not just be fair and be a fair exchange. I I, you, I, I, feel like we should want to be known as generous, right? Generous leaders, right? So for, if you're going to attract eight players, it's going to be 20% above what market calls for, right? So, you know, that right there puts you quantitatively, you know, into being generous on the generous side of money. But at the same time, we recognize that money is expensive, okay? And, people metabolize money, right? So it's a very powerful motivator and everyone is motivated to a degree. Don't say, oh, they're not motivated by money. Watch how quickly people can be demotivated if you don't get the money right, right? So it's a continuum, right? So it doesn't mean that people are money hungry. Don't put a negative connotation on that. It's just like, we all want money. We all need money some more than others you know because money is electricity it energizes everything right so you just you just have to recognize that's part of the component but that's not today's conversation right so we're not talking about compensation incentives commissions benefits etc like we're not talking about that today we're talking about one of the five crucial communications which is the other multiplier it's e equals mc squared c squared is crucial communications And what are the crucial communications? We've identified five categories of those. So first is visioneering and vision casting. The second is setting expectations and agreements, including goal setting, training and equipping and developing your people. Then it's setting guardrails and discipline. And then finally, it's recognition and celebration, right? So making sure that we are super clear uh, that these are readily available. They're infinitely divisible and they're free, right? So as a CEO is looking to energize your business and optimize the output, productivity, and profitability of your business, you have to become masterful at this equals MC squared equation and definitely masterful around these crucial communications. Dr. Pete, today we're gonna to talk about what I would consider the most powerful of these crucial
0: communications, number five, which is recognition and celebration. Yeah, Doctor Stephen, I love this. I I love where you went, where you talked about how you know money is expensive, and one of the first things that you know a CEO will talk to us about, especially when we go through the scorecard. As an example, I'm going to use the scorecard as an example because we talk about you know bonuses and and we talk about compensation, and that conversation comes up a lot uh, for us as CEOs in our meetings. But what we don't talk enough about, Doctor Stephen, is this, which is recognition and celebration. So I, I hope this podcast lands right right in the center for you right now. This is a bullseye for you because I think as CEOs, Dr. Steven, we get we get so uh, focused on one thing, let's call it the money, and we we don't get the we we forget about the five crucial crucial communications. This is something we forget about. So we're not going through all five today, Dr. Steven, but we're going through one that we know is a vital one because I believe that every single person has a has a tank that's that needs to be filled regularly with recognition, and we have an opportunity to recognize individuals, and we have an opportunity to celebrate together as a team. And Dr. Stephen, you 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 taught me this. I love this uh, this phrase and this concept of catching people doing what's right, and that's an important thing. You talk about energy, and I I have been the other leader. I have been that person before where I have been the critical leader. I've been the critical, the critic in the room, the most uh, critical eye. I always can see what's wrong. I can always tell you the three things that you could do better. And, And I have, you know, that's been a challenge that I have had in my life and in my leadership is recognizing that my first instinct is to actually point out what's wrong and what you could do better. But actually, it takes a level of discipline, restraint, and focus to have the perspective of what did you do right, and then to look for opportunities to catch people doing what's right, doing something right and doing something well. And Dr. Stephen, I I picked this up from you years ago, and I've been deploying this in my home, um, which tends (laughs) to be a, a rich opportunity for me to, on a regular basis to be challenged with this, but to recognize like, hey, what did they do right? Versus constantly trying to, you know, refine. And I am, I am, I have been entrusted with raising adults, right? And they happen to be small now and they're getting bigger. Uh, you know, so the opportunity to develop and raise up leaders within our organization, that's what this is. This is an opportunity for us through recognition, celebration, through exercising this muscle, Doc, hundreds of our coaching clients have grown their businesses following our Remarkable
1: CEO program. Well, now it's your turn. We are kicking off a new cohort of Remarkable CEOs this month. Enrollment's limited, so don't delay. If you're ready to turn your job into a business, make a bigger impact, and a bigger income, the Remarkable CEO program is what you've been looking for. Go to theremarkablepractice.com forward slash R-E-M-C-E-O to apply today.
0: So, Daxine, the first thing I want to talk about is our heart. I want to talk about heart because we talk about heart, head, hands, feet. The heart of this is that people need to know they are valued. People need to know that they're worthy and they need to know that they're loved Every person on your team has that need and desire and needs to know that. And so it's our first role to show up and and show up first with the loving, kind, gentle, generous, compassionate hand that says, hey, you know what? You are valuable. And my role, first and foremost, is to recognize your worth and your value and to shine a light on your strength and shine a light on your genius. And, and that's why it's so important to, in our four rights, getting the right person in the right role, doing the right work the right way. It's so important to do this because when you get that right person and you put them in the right role, and they're doing the right work the right way. You have lots of opportunities to point out what they're doing right and to recognize them for that. And so, Dr. Steven, this is for me, it's a heart issue first. And then once we get our heart right as leaders, and then we can get into the you know head, hands, and feet component, which we're going to go to. I'm, I'm confident we're going to get to some of that today. But the heart part first, so I just want us as leaders listening to check our heart and say, you know what? Have I been c- more critical, pointing out things that are wrong? And do I need to do a, a heart check and say, you know what? I'm going to show up every week and identify what are people doing right? And I'm going to start to build a discipline into my life and pointing out things that people are doing right and get better at that, I think that would be a major transformation for many of us leaders, because I know it has been for me.
1: Yeah. So Dr. Pete, I I, I want to relieve you, <laughs> you know, of feeling like uh, maybe you were off course for a while. I, I would say, here's what I know to be true, is every great leader that I know eventually ends up at a place where they recognize the power of recognition and celebration. Right, mm-hmm. and that's how they bring out the best in their team, and they get apps, and they actually get what everybody wants, right? So more productivity, more profitability, and and more fulfillment, frankly, because you're surrounded you surround yourself with a bunch of people that are experiencing peace, peace love, and joy <laughs> in their work, right, and in the workplace, right. So, I would suggest that every single successful leader could also tell you that they were they spent a season with a critical spirit. And I think that that's just part of the plan, right? So this is like part of God's training. I think the critical spirit and being really good with your critical spirit is almost the yellow belt on your journey of becoming a black belt leader, right? So the yellow belt of, you know, recognizing what's right and what's wrong, you know, starting with yourself and then getting it outside of yourself to like process procedures, behaviors, people, et cetera, right? So that that critical spirit makes you a really effective uh, doctor too, by the way, right? So you may be a tremendous pain in the ass to everybody around you. Trust me, we all spend a season like that, right? So, but what you're doing is you're developing a skill set. There's, there's a, a an aware an awareness, a 360 degree vision for for the ability to see what's right and what's wrong. It's what you do after realizing something's right or what's wrong, and how you fix it is what really matters, right? So, I know that I. I think I spent a season where I was trying to get a black belt in critical spirit <laughs> what I and what I recognized there was man I could see what was right and what was wrong who was right and who was who was wrong and almost you know you're almost always the most experienced in the room so you're most likely right in those situations but when you're leading a team sometimes being right is too expensive some, sometimes you recognize that you can get through the forest, but you take take down all the trees, and it's just it's just too expensive, right? And there's just a better and more graceful way to do this, right? So, and to recognize that with an acute awareness and a, have having the the visual acuity to see what's right and what's wrong, and how to go from right to wrong, and how to do things better, it's all about how you address the people around you and the team around you and getting them to do it that way. Right. And, you know, ultimately using these crucial communications of recognition and celebration. And like you said, catching people doing things right is just such a better management style. Right. So it is even more effective. It is even more efficient. And ultimately, I think it just creates a much better experience for you and for everybody that you're you know, blessed to be having the privilege to lead and to trust.
0: Yeah, Dr. Steven, I think, you know, I, I love that you said that. And thank you for for kind of like reversing and going back a little bit and recapping that. Because, you know, if you're listening to this, and you find yourself in a state where you're struggling with the fact that maybe you are that perfectionist Clydesdale control freak, and um, you're still battling that, you know, because that's something that's real, or it's reared its ugly head recently, because something happened in the business. And all of a sudden, you're like, man, I've been acting like a two year old again, like I'm two years in practice. And I've been doing this 22 years. And why am I acting like that again? It's, you know, maybe, maybe there's something happened to change in the, in, in the business and you, you, you're you feeling a little bit of the stress and pressure. I think number one is what you just talked about is recognizing that it always comes back to vision. You know, we talk about the five and I think there's an order to this for a reason and because it comes back to vision. so if you find yourself having a struggle with recognition, celebration, go back to your vision. And what is it that you, you're wanting to accomplish? What does success look like? It's very important to have that and have an eye on your vision so you can have perspective. And you have an understanding that of where we want to go and where we're trying to go. And you recognize that there's no way that we're going to be able to go there unless that, that you come with, that we go together. And so there is this idea of slowing down to speed up. And sometimes recognition celebration feels like slowing down. You just want to go on to the next goal, go and conquer the next thing. But actually, it's a discipline to slow down, to speed up. And you said that you get more of what you want, the fulfillment, the productivity, the profitability, all these things on the other side of recognition and celebration. I love the quote that what you reward gets repeated, right? I love that. Like we reward, we want to repeat certain things. We reward the, you know, recognize people for the behavior that they did for their attitude and the outcome. Right. Sometimes the outcome isn't there, but I recognize you for the effort and the energy you put in. That's what happens sometimes. Sometimes we re- we recognize people, even though the outcome wasn't exactly what they were hoping for I was hoping for, but the behavior that they had, the activities that they did, the energy that was in it, the commitment that they had, the character that was de- demonstrated, the values, the core values that were showcased, I recognize that. And that's why, Dr. Stephen, one of the things I love to recognize people for is core value demonstration. How did you demonstrate this core value over this past quarter, over this past year? And Dr. Stephen, you do a great job with this in, in our organization of recognizing regularly people on our team who are demonstrating the value, one of our core values. And we do that regularly, publicly as a team, such a big deal. And we do that, you know, there's layers of that, that we do within our organization. So, but, but we are, we are doing this. And anytime that I have been recognized, it's literally like, it's the wind beneath your wings. Right. And, you know, they like to say it's better to give than to receive. It's one of those moments where, you know what, you may not, Feel it in the moment as, as you're recognizing. I think you, you should, but but you know it's the right thing to do. That's what it's about. It's like the CEO, COO, of same page meeting. The goal isn't to, to be right. The goal is to do the right thing. And the right thing to do as the leader of your organization is to recognize people in your organization for demonstrating their core values, for walking it out, for achieving some outcome a goal that they're that they've been working towards and and making sure you have a built-in discipline and cadence where you do that regularly and i'm gonna i'm gonna challenge you that you need to put it in your calendar you know i've had ceos i've worked with where it's like hey i really struggle with this great you need to put in your friday a friendly reminder a notification that says send an encouraging message to one of your team members who you know you know, it, it just about something they did that you you caught them doing right this week or you heard caught wind of and you just mm-hmm. want to say, hey, I want to point that out. So sometimes we just got to make this very practical. We build it into our quarterly cadence. You can even build it into a weekly rhythm for yourself as a leader and a CEO. And I would encourage you to do so.
1: I love it. Yeah. So, you know, schedule it. What goes on your schedule happens, right? So in something that's this powerful and this important, you know, don't leave it to chance uh, because some of you might be saying to yourself, oh, it's unnatural for me. It's just critical spirit. Now you're talking. That's my love language, <laughs> right? So it's like, yeah, not really, though. <laughs> it's, it's it's a skill set that you should internalize. And then your outward expression is really what matters, especially when it comes to your team, right? So and make this a matter of the heart. It's not like it's not meant to be contrived. This has got to be authentic, right? So and for some of you, you know, you need to just develop the muscle, because you got neuro pathways that you've been practicing for 10 20 30 years and you're like my goodness this stuff's ingrained it is but the neuroplasticity opportunity here is incredible and you've got to develop that muscle so you know make it intentional make it part of your literally part of your process to make it part of your culture right so recognition is about recognizing an individual's behavior right and celebration is about celebrating outcomes whether it's an individual or teams right so for us You know, we're, I I think that we do a great job in the, like the state of our company address that we do every quarter where, you know, we walk through our core values in a way where we talk about a person on the team specifically just demonstrating and walking out and living out our the core values of the remarkable practice. It's just a great way to recognize people and keep those core values front of mind for people don't leave them up for interpretation there's no lack of clarity what they mean especially when they hear it lived out as a story right and recognizing somebody for their behavior right around that and then celebration you know we had just talked about the seven figure club that we have in the Remarco practice we awarded 56 seven figure clubs this year uh, this past year for doctors who are who, who doctors clinics teams of chiropractors who are Crossing the seven figure mark for the first time or their next seven figure mark, right? So, whether they broke a million dollars in revenue the first time, whether they went from one million to two million for the first time, two to three million, three to $3, four to five, five to six, uh, and our largest business broke 36 million this year, right? So, it's like if we had, we had. 56 new businesses cross that threshold and we recognize them publicly right so we we know the truth is money follows value right so money follows value and what a better way to recognize the team and how much value that they're contributing and pu- and putting into their communities you know ultimately we know we know the expression but i want you to listen to it what the world needs now is chiropractic what the world needs now is chiropractic and what the what chiropractic needs right now is more successful chiropractors. And this is just a way of us recognizing the behaviors and the celebrating the milestone of somebody crossing over the threshold of giving that much value back into the business, right? So Dr. Pete, you said it and I'll wrap it with this. You don't get what you want, you get what you recognize. Chiro Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Chiro Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Chiro Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more,
0: go to kyromatchmakers.com. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner, dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. All right, Remarkable CEO podcast. Dr. Pete here interviewing two of my favorite people in chiropractic, Dr. Jeff Langmay, doc, Dr. Jason Deitch from Smart Chiropractor and Patient Pilot and remarkable success partners. And we're excited because you are remarkable CEOs. You are innovators in the marketplace and your CEOs opening businesses that are helping chiropractors help more people. That's what you've been doing historically for this great profession of ours. And so it's an honor for me to have you on our podcast to interview you today. You've interviewed me before, now I get to interview you. So to all of our listeners, these are our beloved friends of The Remarkable Practice, Dr. Franson and myself, and, uh, and of our chiropractic professions. Sure, most of you, if not all of you already know who they are, but you may not know what they're up to, because <laughs> they're always up to something new. At least I feel like they're always in the innovation space. Helping doctors more effectively reach more people. So, first, I'll just let you all introduce yourselves to our audience to make sure they know who you are, whatever you want to share about them. And I've got some questions for you for today. So, uh, I'll throw it over, Dr. Jeff, throw it over to you first.
2: Thank you very much, Dr. Pete. I am super excited to be here. My name is Dr. Jeff Langmade, and I am with the Smart Chiropractor. I've known Dr. Steven, yourself, Dr. Jason, for many moons, including many of your coaches. And my goal my job as i see it is to help chiropractors be more successful in practice that is a perfect complement to what you do
3: at trp and we're going to get into the details of that on this episode and i'm dr jason deitch and uh, i won't repeat anything that's already been there but we're happy to be here and it really is our focus jeff and i have been for many decades along with dr franson and camiolo trying to help chiropractors be more effective at communicating your message uh, and we'll talk more about that specifically as it relates to reactivating the people you've seen before in the past. We think it's one of the most underutilized com- conversations. Resources may just be what we believe your most valuable asset. And so that's uh, that's what we've been doing is bringing new ideas to the profession, highlighting areas of opportunities of growth that are often counterintuitive to what the prevailing consciousness is. And I'm looking forward to getting into more detail on that today.
0: All right. Well, you said a lot of things already. (laughs) Growth was a big one. I like that. I like counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. And I also like that it might be the most important thing that you could be doing right now. So that's a lot of things that we're going to get into. So let's do it. So first question, obviously, I have always regard is in regards to the purpose of a business, which is the purpose of a business is to solve a problem for someone else. And so you are in the problem solving industry. You, You are as a chiropractor, you know, solving people's problems. Now, in the space, in the communication space, solving issues with communication. And right now, you know, more than ever before, there's all this noise, but are we really actually communicating? Are we really actually reaching people? So I'd like to just throw it over to you first and foremost, like what are you seeing is the, the specific or specific problems, specifically in the area of the communication realm that you've identified that now is the time to solve? So let's jump right in.
2: Yeah, in my mind, Dr. Pete, there's a couple of things that uh, come top of mind. One of them is as you teach relative to net momentum, helping docs not only generate more new patients, but also reactivations. And when new patients and reactivations exceed your inactivations or churn patients, you have, as Dr. Stephen says, an infinitely sustainable business. There are too many docs out there that are overly reliant upon deep discount paid ads because they're not using their email list, and the money is in the list. We hear it all the time, but docs listening and watching, I'm going to say, imagine that day when you have automations that go out and you see your schedule fill up with people who know, like, and trust you, and you didn't have to do any of the grit and grind to do that. That is what automated email campaigns do. It allows the doctor to have more freedom because their schedule remains more full. By not ignoring their most valuable patients, as Jason would say, the people that you've already built these relationships with, Jason, that's what's so critical in my mind.
3: It's exactly it. We have been taught that we need to focus on getting more new patients into our practice, and that's true. What most have not been taught is what we learned in kindergarten. You make new friends, but you... Keep the old. You're supposed to stay in touch with the people that have already been in to see you before. And if you put on your business hat, your CEO hat for a moment, you know statistics. You've all heard them. It's five times more expensive to process a new client than it is to reactivate an existing client. You know, not only just the stats, but you also know the feeling of having to process somebody new in all of the new orientation and, you know, going through their kicking of the tires and Weeding out the deal shoppers versus the people who are really interested, versus those people that have been in your practice, have had a positive experience, and for whatever reason, life gets in the way, stopped care, didn't follow their care plan. But then because of these automated email campaigns, that's what patient pilot is, because of these automated emails that go out to the people who've already been in to see you in the unique, unique way we do it that stimulates reactivations of those people back in your practice. And instead of howdy stranger, it's, oh my goodness, it's been so long. I'm so glad to see you. Welcome back. It's so great to see you and your family back into the habit. Let's get going.
0: So good. You're, you're, you're speaking our, our love language right now. You're speaking KPIs. I heard Netmo and churn rate and total active patients. And, and, and you talked about the, you know, the front end and and. Kind of everyone gets so focused on, you know, getting new people in, but you're missing the the golden goose here. And and so, you know, I love, I love going back to the lessons we learned in kindergarten about keeping the relationships with the people. So I want to talk about with that in mind, the return on the investment as a CEO. You you mean you used words like automation, which to me is a leverage type word. You used the word campaign, which to me says there's a level of organization structure planning. You use the word email, which to me is a methodology of communication that sometimes seems like, are people still doing that? So can you talk a little bit about to the CEOs who are listening about this automated email campaign? Can you unpack this for us? And what's a kind of an ROI? You talked about the 5X, how much more cost effective it is to reactivate or keep a current customer or reactivate a previously you know, happy customer with you uh, versus you know, going out and having to get somebody new and reestablish or establish a relationship from the beginning. Can you talk about the ROI that a doctor can expect from investing in automated email marketing, a specific product and service that now is available and maybe was never available before? Uh, Dr. Jeff, I'll throw it to you.
2: Yeah, I'm happy to do it. I'm going to ask Jason to talk about our strategy with teach and invite that you touched on, Pete, but I'm going to hit some fast and furious stats. So, everybody listening, take out the pencils and paper because now is the time where we're going to get deep into the stats. And here they are it is five times more expensive to acquire a new patient than it is to keep an existing patient or client. That is a minimum. Quite often, it is more expensive than that. Additionally, we see for every 100 email list subscribers that you have, inactive patients, past patients, every 100 subscribers, we are generating two plus, re- 2.6 to be exact, two plus reactivations each month. So for every 1,000 email list subscribers you have or people in your EHR, you should be 20 plus reactivations, click to call, click to schedule. That is what we see on average each month. So if you are not getting that, that is missed opportunity every single day. And that really is the crux of it right now is many people have spent so much time effort energy building fantastic relationships with people in their community maybe 10,000 plus some docs out there listening and watching yet each and every week they are still looking for new patients you might never have the zero need for new patients but i can tell you 99% of chiropractors are overly reliant on new patient acquisition because they're not having the systems automations and processes necessary To drive consistent reactivations that can fill the schedule each and every week but there is a strategy and a way to do it that you notice i said teach and invite consistently jason can unpack that it's not discount and annoy every now and again teach and invite consistently is really the name of the game jason
3: you know pete i love this is a nuanced conversation and it's about communication although many consider the conversation of marketing The problem with calling it marketing is that most people think that marketing exclusively means advertising. That's not the only way to get somebody into your practice. Communicating with the people who you've already seen, who already know, like, and trust you is another form of quote marketing that requires zero ad spend. It's called common sense and doing the right thing. So it is through this teach and invite consistently philosophy that is different than quote traditional marketing. What's your ad? What's your call to action? Why What's your deep discount? What's your ROI? That's a different conversation then. What would happen if you have 500, 1,000, 5,000? 5, we have docs that have over 10,000 people on their email list. Those are people you can and should be connecting with, communicating with on a consistent basis. My question comes up, what am I communicating? What am I saying? Teach and invite consistently. That means, as many of us have learned, marketing isn't about selling your product. As you talk about it, it's solving a need, which means you've got to speak into who's your audience and what is it that they want to know about themselves that you can be teaching them on a consistent basis that, of course, is aligned with chiropractic principles, backed by research, packaged in a beautifully designed way, That includes, we call it teach, that's the teach part, and invite. That includes very strategic buttons that are really large in every single email that say click to call, click to schedule, your invite or call to action. That's what we're tracking. So instead of feeling like it's spam, which is what people go email, do they even do that anymore? Is email marketing really a thing? We are not talking about buying a list and spamming strangers with a message they never wanted to hear from anyone. That's what most people think, and that part is dead. It doesn't work very well that way, and it's against the law. What we're talking about is you keeping in touch with the people that have been in to see you before, teaching them something out of your generosity, knowledge, and expertise, inviting them to click back onto your schedule, call back onto your schedule, and doing that consistently over and over. That's where automation is necessary. One of our taglines, you might want to remember it and write it down, is that the key to success is consistency, but the key to consistency is automation. And so that's really where, you know, we teach the idea. Many chiropractors say, I do that. And then we go, how effective is it? And they go, well, it takes a lot of time to do myself. I don't always get it really right. And it's difficult to do and I miss some weeks. It is cheaper and easier to basically outsource it out to our team to do for you because it's as if it came from you, your logo, your practice, your email address. It is your emails to your people. And we just automate the process for everybody.
0: So good. I mean, you you guys are laying it down right now. It's, uh, it's just airtight. And so it just leads me to, you know, in, as CEOs, we always teach that we think and we operate in three frames of time. We operate in the in the now, which is answering the question, what's important now. We operate in the next, which says what's important next, and then we operate in in ultimately, which is what's important ultimately. And we like to organize that in the in the lengths of time, time the time of ultimately, Let's say in the next two to three years. In the the now, the next time is the next, let's say twelve months, six to twelve months. And the now time is this. This next 90 days, like the current quarter that we find ourselves, I'd love for you to speak about really into this. As you in the marketplace, you guys have studied the marketplace. You are studying the chiro space. You've been doing it for decades. You've, you, you've seen the trends that have come. You've seen the trends that have gone. You, you've seen where things are at. And you also see where the puck is going in many ways. Uh, so I'd like to talk about where the future of chiropractic communication is going. I would like to just take a little bit of a, a perch, go up a little bit and look ahead and say, okay, where do you see our profession going Where we from where we are now, next and ultimately, so we can, as doctors and CEOs, be most prepared to succeed in the future and why this is such an important conversation that we're having in the present.
2: Pete, that's a great question. And the first thing that comes to mind for me is automation, is being able to leverage automation in your practice so that you don't have to be the person wearing 17 different hats. There are so many tools, systems and people that can help And that helps leverage your time to do what's best for you. So I think the foundational concept that I bring across is the automation is the critical component. Now, in terms of communication, I see this continuing to be This 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 will be the story for the last 50 years, but I think it's going to continue on more personalized to the person. Many chiropractors out there and I won't call out some I know off the top of my head, uh, but their websites speak more about them than what the patient's experiencing and going through. So from a copywriting and communication perspective, you want to meet people where they are at and guide them along in the process one step at a time. So regardless of how or maybe, you know, in alignment with how you vision your practice and who your ideal patient and client is, your communications should be a reflection of that. That's why we have a couple of different levels of service with what we do, is there are some docs out there that have very niche practices. We build pro or customized campaigns for them. The more specific you can be with your communications, the better the result will be. So I believe it is a combination of automation and specificity That helps chiropractors go to the next level because it helps people understand how a chiropractor can benefit them, which is the first step towards a buying decision. Jason?
3: You know, Pete, it is a really great question. And and I'm going to approach it from you ask what the future is and how are we going to get to that future? And the, the answer, in my opinion, is when more chiropractors really understand, when we make the statement, your money is in your list. Your money, your revenue, your future revenue is tied to the number of people you can share a message, share a video, share a story, share an invitation with that you can connect with for free every day if you wanted to. Understand the power of being able to communicate with people that want to hear from you for free every day compared to having to spend money to interrupt strangers that don't really want to hear from you. That is a different communication It is a different conversation. When more chiropractors truly lean into the understanding of really staying in touch with the people that have been in to see them. And this is the audience. Okay. If you're a CEO here, you're not in startup mode. Okay. And the value of these automations, the value in what we're talking about your email being in your list, is having a list. And nobody starting a practice has a list. But if you've been in practice long enough, if you think about it just for a moment, you pause, you calculate how many new patients you get per month on an average basis. Over the number of years you've been in practice, five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, and more. Okay, if you're in CEO, you didn't just get here. You've been doing this for a while. How many people have been in to see you how many of those people are with you now and where are all those other people and why aren't they still in your practice it's not because they didn't get results it's not because they don't like you it's not for any of the ridiculous excuses we probably think it's for one simple reason we're not staying in touch with them consistently enough with information that's valuable to them again Not just spam, not just some random newsletter that somebody came up with because it checks the box that I'm sending a newsletter like they said I should, but really quality information that speaks to who they are, what their goals are, what information they're interested in. And I remind you with big buttons that say click to call, click to schedule so that they can have that aha moment. I've been meaning to call you. I've been meaning to get back in. Thank you. For staying in touch with me, thank you for being generous enough to care to keep me informed with what I know I need to know for me and my body, my health. And by the way, thanks for making it so easy to click and get back in to see you. The asset is those thousands of people you've seen in the past. You are ghosting literally and getting back in touch with them and having them come on back and all the cascading effects that come from that. I've been meaning to bring my family. I've been my friends been asking about you with referrals. It is to me, the future is that shift in awareness. Everybody will need new patients at some point for some, at some level. But when you really do the math, I hear chiropractors, I get a hundred new patients a month and they've been in practice for decades. You go, where did everybody go? Mm -hmm. So that I think is very much the shift is, is really communicating with that audience in a teach and invite consistently format.
0: So powerful, Uh, so so good, and what what a message to our CEO listeners here today. So if you're tuning in to this, you know this is a very timely timely meeting. We had a this is this is a CEO you know mastermind moment right here. So uh, you you really brought it, uh, doctors Jason and Jeff. Really appreciate you joining me here and taking the time to be on on our CEO podcast. And thank you for being one of our trusted, remarkable success partners and experts in this community. How would a, a listener take the next step? How do they learn more? How do you recommend they connect with you?
2: Yeah, we have actually four remarkable practice clients. We have a fantastic, remarkable communications program that provides an aspect of what we discussed completely for free. You can go to smartchiropractor.com slash TRP. That'll get you there if you're not yet a client of the remarkable practice i'm going to suggest you do that first but uh, you can also visit thesmartchiropractor.com where you will receive all the information on patient pilot so for the remarkables we've created a specific trp version that includes the dirty dozen body signals content etc to automate the systems and processes we discussed so they can get started at thesmartchiropractor.com trp everybody else out there and listening go to the remarkable practice become a client then head to thesmartchiropractor.com trp and we'll we'll be waiting to talk to you over there
0: Well, there it is. Well, I appreciate you, uh, Jeff. Thank you, Doc. Dr. Jason, thank you for joining me. And thank you to all of you who are listening to this podcast. And thank you for being a part of the movement where we are going to continue to reach more people, to restore health, to humanity. Uh, Remember to tune in every Tuesday to the Remarkable CEO podcast. And I look very forward to being with you again next week. Until then, take care, everyone. God bless. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.